Geek Therapy is a humble partner, and you can help support us by subscribing to Humble Monthly, where you can get over $100 in games for just $12 a month. For more details, visit geektherapy.com slash humble monthly. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network, where I hope is always a celebration of geek culture and, and mental health. I am Josue Cardona. With me this week is Lauren Keller. Hello. Lara Taylor. Hey. And Ali Matu. Hey, everyone. So today we are going to kind of we, we need to we need to build some things up on this show, right? It's new. We have to, to settle on on a couple things, and and part of uh, what we're always doing is talking about different movies and and media, and a big part of that is spoilers. So I want to have a discussion between the four of us. First of all, we need to set up a spoiler policy. Because in the past, when, when Lara and I did it, we we were kind of... Sometimes we went all out. Sometimes we, we held back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It depended on the occasion. So I kind of want to see where everybody is at on, on spoilers and kind of set up uh, what we're going to do. Because because some of the things that, that we bring up, like a very particular... And we'll give examples later. But some of the... Like the point of bringing up specific examples from media is like the context matters, like what what is happening in the moment matters. And so so spoilers are going to be an issue. So just in general, how do you all feel about spoilers on the show? Like where should we stand? Ali. (laughs) 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 Well, I... uh... I mean, I got my personal feelings about spoilers. I've got academic feelings about spoilers, and then I got podcast feelings about spoilers. Uh, There's a richness to a discussion that cannot happen unless you get into the plot details. But there's a lot of stuff I think we can discuss, we can dive into, we can explore that... um, somewhat speaks to story elements and what people would probably consider mild spoilers, uh, but would still let us have a very rich dialogue um, about about these things. Because a lot of what we talk about on Geek Therapy and GT Radio is um, is why this stuff matters and celebrating it and and discussing how it, um, it just... Um, it, it, adds so much to our quality of life. And I think there's so much we can tackle that a little bit tiny spoils things, but um, adds so much to uh, um, our understanding of geek culture. So Lauren, in general, what is your position on spoilers? I'm pro spoilers. I want to spoil everything constantly. um, And I want to be spoiled constantly. You can be our official spoiler. <laughs> uh, no, so all I, hate I, mail goes directly to Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. No, I, I'm, I've always sort of been okay with spoilers because my uh, personal enjoyment of a thing isn't necessarily uh, being surprised, though. You know that can be part of it, but. Um, my personal experience of something is always going to be different than somebody else's personal experience of something. So knowing, you know, s- structure, you know, story structure outlines or, you know, inside jokes that are going to come in a, you know, a comic book or a TV show or what have you, it doesn't really, you know, affect my experience uh, to the point where it would reduce my enjoyment of it. What about you, Lara? It's a mixed bag for me. Um, in my personal life, I hate spoilers. I think I I really enjoy um, when there's supposed to be a twist. Um, I really enjoy that that feeling that washes over me when I'm like, oh my god, that just happened. But mild spoilers, not so much a problem for me. And I think when we talk about things, there's a place for both. And we've for however long, over a year now, you and I have had conversations where we try to not spoil things for each other and tiptoe around things, but are able to have a conversation. And then there's other things like, say, when we talk The Last Jedi or Force Awakens or big blockbuster movies, we have both seen it and we just go all out um, as a celebration of what it was that we were watching. Um, There are certain things I think about, like watching... Um, an episode of Black Mirror that you told me to watch. If you had told me anything about the episode I'm talking about, um, San Junipero. Such a good episode. I I would have been really mad if you spoiled it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. But it's something that is important to talk about and just let people know ahead of time, let's say. 
I have an addendum to my previous statement. <laughs> I, I don't like spoilers if I am literally about to watch the episode. Like my friends, uh, Shelby, I'm calling you out. Um, <laughs> Shelby texted me as she finished an episode of Game of Thrones, as I started that episode of Game of Thrones. Oh. And and I was like, oh, oh, you did not just do that to me right now. I had some oh. strong words, but that's pretty much the only time I've been like, how dare you? How dare you spoil that? <laughs> my, my my girlfriend sometimes puts me in this position where we're watching something uh, that she knows I've already seen, and she asks me what happens. <laughs> I feel, yeah. I feel yeah, so yeah. uncomfortable. I'm I like, know, but, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Are you sure? <laughs> like, you want to know? Like, does he die? Like, do they do they fall in love at the end? Like, do they escape? Like, what? Just it's it's literally we're in the scene where you where that's the conclusion. Like just, you just watch it wait? and you'll find yeah. out. <laughs> so, yeah, so so it depends, right? I mean, across the board, like what everybody's saying is, I think it depends, and I think uh, some some movies. It's like, well, can we can we can we just talk about Star Wars since it was the the most uh, like the highest grossing movie of 2017? We're assuming that anybody who's like cared to watch it has already seen it, right? We can always put a spoiler warning. I think there's a statute of limitations on spoilers that Absolutely. wears off. Yeah. You know, like anyone who's listening to this podcast um, and is a fan of Star Wars has probably seen The Last Jedi. The the th- One of the things, w- w- I am super anti-spoilers for most things that I care about, but there's some stuff that really bugs me. Like when I'll s- talk about the Statue of Liberty being in the end of the original Planet of the Apes movies, sometimes people are like, whoa, man, spoiler alert. I'm like... <laughs> You know that movie came out a very long time ago. It's a it's now become a part of pop culture. Like that scene has been referenced and uh there's been homages to it and it's been parodied so many times that th- there are no spoilers on that. The statute of limitations has worn off. I I do want to bring up a, a particular article that actually made me change my attitude a lot on how I view spoilers and how how angry I used to get around spoilers. So I used to be more Ali and I, I think now I'm more Lauren. <laughs> so so Ali, what, what is this article that I'm talking about? You're, you're very familiar with it. Yeah, I'm familiar with it because I, I am, um, I've had many arguments with people about it. You're about to have another one. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. He's I know, baiting this one you. Will be recorded He's baiting you. <laughs> this one will be recorded for posterity. Um, so there is um, a couple of researchers, I believe. Uh, Jonathan Levitt is the lead author on this. And um, uh, he did the uh, original study back in 2011, I believe. And there was a follow-up study that was done uh, just a couple of years later where they um, were taking participants and having them read different types of stories and uh, varying the conditions uh, on how how much they were made aware of what the stories were and what the stories were not. So in, in other words, spoiling them or leaving them unspoiled. And to cut to the chase here, looking at, um, I believe, enjoyment was one outcome variable as well as um, how well they understood the story. I believe they liked it better um, in um, both situations if the story was spoiled. One thing I think they found is... Uh, Putting having the story spoiled mid-story uh, was not good. I think that reduced enjoyment, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but the conclusion was that getting something spoiled increased the the enjoyment metric that they were measuring. Well, I'll, I think it's that is one way in which the popular press really took it. Um, I, I think the authors make that argument as well in the article, but um, not to the d- degree that the popular press did. I think uh, what was Gizmodo's article, Stop Worrying About Spoilers, they actually help you enjoy the story more, um, which I, I will I will um, argue on that point. But these two, the, this is what the research in general was, was arguing. Yeah, so when I read that, that just blew my mind. So I, I have a, I have a thing in this in this study. They were talking about specifically reading, right? They were talking about reading stories, right. hmm. and yep. then people are extrapolating that to to different media. That I have kind of beef with that. It's not that's not good science. Thank you, Lauren. 
That's that's one of my concerns. <laughs> my my big I think this is a very well run study. And it's got a lot of what we call um, internal validity. The thing that they're studying is very well controlled, and it's um, it's just a good study. But my concern, like Lauren, is the external validity here. What the study did and what it's being applied to um, on the outside world, I don't think match. Uh, Lauren, you were talking about the medium um, the, or the media here, one of my concerns is how um, people are coming into these stories that were done in this study is not how people approach um, stories that they really care about being spoiled. That's true. I mean, I think about like, um, you know, when a, a new season of a show comes out on Netflix and uh, people watch the entire season in a weekend and then all of social media is talking about it and it's like oh well I worked over the weekend so I just I can't participate in this conversation if I don't want to know all of the surprises that people experienced or things that they're angry about or what have you I don't know I feel that the that the applying it to different media I I get it like you could definitely repeat the study and have different media and see how different it would be I don't think it would be all that different it might be but I don't think it would I be. I definitely, I feel like adding a visual element really does change how people engage with storytelling and their enjoyment of storytelling. It could, it could. So, I mean, so we're, so you're, you, you definitely think it would, it would change. I don't, I don't think it I would. I don't know if it would be a big change, but I definitely think the difference of having somebody you know, somebody tells you that, oh, uh, a dragon gets hurt in Game of Thrones versus watching that scene is, is a really different, a different experience. And I think, uh, you know, turning on Twitter and seeing a gif of that scene is more of a spoiler than somebody just saying it. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, they're, they're definitely different experiences. Like uh, there's research about visual uh, films do hold your attention a bit tighter than uh, written work does. And I think we've all experienced that when we read stories, uh, we all read at different paces, we might stop to think about things, we might go back and rewatch something. And, and while you can do that at home when you're consuming uh, something, when you're watching a movie in a theater, it's a pretty consistent experience. So I, I think it is a little bit different when you look at things visually versus a uh, written word. Well, I hope they, I hope they have the research so so we can settle this once and for all. Yeah, well, if if, uh, <laughs> if the authors are listening, I like to do research. Please hire me. <laughs> so this is this is my another problem I have with this study. So I, I wrote a counter article to this uh, called Three Reasons Why the Psychology of Spoilers is Wrong," and um, I reached out to the article the authors of their original study before releasing this article after releasing their article and after their follow-up study and i've never heard back from from them um that's disappointing it's it's a little disappointing because i want to have this discussion with them um i personally think that there are a lot of people who really like spoilers and i think for some people who might um have a hard time with the uncertainty and the suspense knowing what happens actually makes them feel better and makes them more comfortable when they're going into the situation. I also think there are a lot of people for whom um, having something spoiled is breaking their sacred values. Uh, there's all this research about sacred values that um, we sometimes uh, connect morality to ideas. Like, for example, it's wrong to burn the American flag, or this land has been in my family for years. I will never sell it. It's sacred. For some people... The purity of seeing a, uh, a film, reading a book, watching a TV show uh, without knowing anything about it is something that's sacred. And for those people, having something spoiled is, um, is something that just is not captured in the study because these stories that people are, are read and, sp and have spoiled, they're just random stories that no one really cares about. Um, so I, I don't think the study really matches the experience people have with spoilers. And unfortunately, I've never gotten a response from the authors about this. Well, again, it's a, it's a study. It's, a, it's supposed to be an isolated, right, uh, kind of controlled situation, right? And 
Another thing that, that I think about is how much do you believe that having something spoiled or not spoiled affects your enjoyment of it? So I'm not saying how much it actually affects your enjoyment. I'm talking about like the meta emotion of it, right? That's tied to the belief. Because I think that a lot of people will get angry, right? About having something spoiled. But for a lot of people, especially stuff that we're super passionate about, there is that experience, right? That I'll even use that word again, right? That sacred, like unbelievable once in a lifetime thing, right? Which is the first time you ever experienced that. That's a big deal. But for people who are like super passionate about a lot of this stuff, once you become a fan, you're going to rewatch that over and over again. And the memory of that first surprise isn't necessarily what keeps you coming back, right? It's the the content itself, the story, what happened. And so, and, and they mentioned this in the article, right? Where people would, uh, people are revisiting things later on and it doesn't affect their enjoyment once they know what already happens, right? Like, how often do you guys either rewatch a movie that you really like or reread a book? Well, I got to push back on this because I think those are separate things. I there's I can name three big things that I've had spoiled for me. Um, Star Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, the soundtrack spoils a character's death. Um, there's a track called Gwygon's Noble End, and then the next track is called um, like Gwygon's Funeral. <laughs> and the soundtrack came out like two weeks before the movie did, so that spoiled it. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness was spoiled for me. Um, the movie came out in the UK about a week before it came out here in America, and the big reveal of Khan was was spoiled. And that's not a big one, but the one that really bugs me, um, or there's two more that really bug me, um, someone emailed me spoilers. I think they read my article about how much I hate spoilers. And then they emailed me spoilers about um, Star Wars The Force Awakens. It wasn't me, although it sounds like something I would do. <laughs> it sounds like something you might do. They, they ruined who's the character that dies in that movie and, and who's whose father and all that stuff and mother. Um, and then um, a friend of mine accidentally review, uh, 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 spoiled a a character's death in the Harry Potter books as we were reading them. So the reason I mention all this is, Josue, I remember those moments. They're like flashbulb memories in my head of when these things were spoiled. And I still get upset about it. Exactly. And that's kind of my point, <laughs> right? Like you're tying it to that. But at the same time, I do rewatch this stuff and I still love it. Those Both of those things happen. Exactly. Well, that, well, that's kind of my point. But you feel like something's been stolen from you. Yes. Well, But yes. but that was exactly my point. I said there's, they're separate, right? Whether or not it actually mm. affects the, like they're two separate things. For you, they're together, right? And for me, over time, I've been able to separate the two, but I couldn't before. And it wasn't until I read this article that I even thought it was possible to to kind of separate the two. And for some people, you won't be able to separate them, right? For some people, it'll they'll unfortunately always remember every single time they see Force Awakens that they got this horrible email from some jackass. I mean, I can separate it, but it it goes back and forth. Sometimes it happens at the same time. Sometimes it doesn't. And, and you know, I will completely recognize that um, understanding a story or understanding a lecture, um, all of these things work better if you have some summary beforehand. So there's issues of retention, um, issues of enjoyment, anger about spoilers. I think all of these things are different things and they can impact someone in a different way. Like, yeah, you might enjoy aspects of a story more by knowing more about it. And at the same time, you might also be upset if you wanted to have a quote, quote unquote, pure experience of it. (laughs) And that's been robbed from you. One thing that I think is implied in the article, I don't remember now, it's been a while since I read it, but is that, and, and, Actually, I'm going to I'm going to not say it's in the article. I'm going to say this is kind of what I got from it, too, that there's also the experience of there's a lot of things that you probably wouldn't have even seen if you didn't know of the spoiler. Right. So kind of like seeing a trailer for a movie. Right. Like, oh, well, yeah, like they they spoiled three things out of the movie, but that's enough to get me interested to then get me to enjoy the movie, which I wouldn't have enjoyed before, which is kind of like a cop out uh, way of saying that spoilers are are possibly uh, beneficial. See, but for me, when I'm watching something like, okay, 
there was one trailer for Last Jedi that I avoided like the plague. And mm-hmm. I was in the movie. I saw Thor Ragnarok and they came on and I plugged my ears and I was not listening because I knew that there were spoilers. A lot of trailers nowadays mm. will spoil the whole movie for you when older trailers did not do that. Mm. Um, and afterwards, after seeing Last Jedi, I have loved reading all the Easter egg things, and I cannot wait to go back and see it again and pick up on those things. But going in with a fresh slate was really important to me. And I'm the kind of person who I unfollowed the Daily Beast on Twitter because they spoiled uh, Walking Dead, the the episode with Glenn, mm. um, before it even aired on the West Coast. Um, so I unfollowed them and I was like, nope, I'm never reading another Daily Beast article again. <laughs> Remember the time that The Walking Dead itself spoiled yeah, they, when they, they posted? Themselves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for another I mean, character's that's, that's a little different because it's based on a comic book so there's already it's no, there but but the episode but the episode yeah. itself is so different that you're like oh wait it's not gonna oh wah, wah. yeah i mean i i'm a, a big horror genre fan a, a lot of horror movies and and games and stuff and and part of you know the experience of horror is there is there is that uncertainty you're afraid because you don't know what's going to happen mm. and and there's been this really frustrating uh pattern of horror movies showing so much in the trailers mm. to the point mm-hmm. where it's like well it's like there the you've killed your own suspense before i've even you know paid money to see this movie and that can be a little bit frustrating but I think that sort of comes down to like there needs to be better people making trailers than <laughs> than it is about like oh spoilers are inherently bad. It's like you need to know uh, the line between like wetting someone's interest, appetite for your content versus like hey you guys like when this thing happens right? So I'm just going to show you that it happens, and so you know what you're getting into. You, you know the best way I can describe the feeling I have about spoilers and about seeing like a trailer that gives everything away is it would be like if for some reason you're a big fan of a sports team and you can't see the sh- you can't see the game when it's airing you have to reco- record it maybe you're uh, you're a student and you're taking a test that's you're me go- all the time <laughs> right and you're going to go home and watch it on delay and you're hoping no one tells you what the final score is because you want to be able to enjoy it there's some people who want that experience they want to watch the game they want to experience the highs and lows and they want to have that there's other people who just want to know what the score is there's other people who want text play-by-play updates. And some people won't watch the game unless they know what the score was so they know if it was worth watching. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I I, I've, um, I know someone who's like that with tennis. They'll only watch a tennis game if like it's they know it's worthwhile. So it's, it's hard to have a catch-all, and I think that's a big problem with the trailers is um, a lot of trailers are just meant for w- mass w- audiences, and fans might want a trailer that does doesn't reveal much. Other fans probably want a trailer that reveals a lot. And then the mainstream audience probably wants a trailer that is very simple and explains like, once there were Jedi and you remember Luke and now Luke's not there anymore and now here's Rey. And you know, it's, it's hard to create something that works for all of those different groups. One of the things that really made me think a little bit differently about it is I read some some memory research that said that when you look when you when you think back to something you don't really remember you don't really have like an average of the overall moments or or in this case maybe enjoyment of of an experience you you really just remember the peaks and the valleys right right so even so spoilers aside just if you watch a movie maybe there's like this unbelievable climax and action sequence and then this like really really bad like uh like I love the matrix it's it's like it, that movie changed my life but there's like this one thing that I can never get out of my mind which is like this part where Trinity jumps through a window and her leg looks all weird right like I think like they didn't do the CGI correctly like something's off and that thing always bothers me but that's like my valley for that movie and I can't I, I always remember it right and so 
it goes with what we were saying, right? Like all of these things put together come together and, and kind of frame uh, the experience of the movie. But everybody watches these things differently. There's different theories. That's just like one research study that we saw. And, and again, it, it, it always blew my mind to even, or it blew my mind when I read it to even, because I, I didn't even consider that. I didn't, like, I don't want to watch the preview for the next episode of a show I'm watching. Like immediately I'm like, la, 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 la. And I turn it off and I don't want anything to, to do with it. I'm like that with some trailers and things. But over time I've come to, not ha- not let that bother me as much like because i because i think it's possible <laughs> that that um having something spoiled will not ultimately ruin uh, the experience and at least that is that is the the point that i've come to where spoilers don't don't ruin things for me and i don't hate people that spoil things for me anymore so okay would right now we're recording this january 2018 if i could tell you in the next moment what happens in Avengers Infinity War? Would you all want to know? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to know. But what I'm saying is I wouldn't hate you anymore if you told me, which a couple of years ago, I would I would contemplate hurting you physically. But, but knowing <laughs> Ali and how much he hates spoilers, if he told you, would it be a malicious act? Because sometimes it is. <laughs> right. Still. Right. Still. I'm and, not going to let Ali ruin my my ultimate experience of the movie. So see, so like you all don't want to know, but I think part I of this know. is see exactly, <laughs> that's, that's this was my theory. My theory, Lauren, is that you would want this. You would want to know, and part of this okay, I think is but, generational. Also, I'm not invested in. Um, right, th- that's the point just, I wanted to make. Justice next. League. Yeah. That's what you said, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are very not invested in Marvel's The Avengers. Avengers, the one with Batman. Okay, the other one. (laughs) The one with Batman and Gryffindor. Okay, I'm not not invested in that one as much. But if you were like, oh, I time traveled to the future and I know the entirety of the last season of Game of Thrones, I'd be like, please don't tell me. Please, please don't. Right. So part of it is how much you care about it. And I I really think part of this is generational, too. Um, I do a lot of my my primary group that I work with are teenagers and young adults. Most of them do not care about spoilers. And actually, many of them will say, yeah, I'll kind of like read what a movie's about. And if it seems interesting after I read the synopsis, I'll go see it. That just for me is like, what? You're not that much older than me. (laughs) Yeah, my clients were the opposite. My clients were like such big nerds that they <laughs> spoilers were. A Mine issue. were mad at me when I said how just how much I liked the Last Jedi. Oh, when I, <laughs> yeah. No, okay, well, okay. I had so, one of those sessions today I, too. I really wanted to get into that too. Like, what is, what is a spoiler? So I've been watching. Um, right. I've been going through the Fast and the Furious movies mm-hmm. uh, lately because nice. I never saw Past Two. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch them all. Wait, what? Really? You never seen Past Two? That's right. It I've gets never seen so past much two. better. I, I know I'm going through them. I think that's as far as I saw too. It gets so much faster and furiouser. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> do. Yes, they it do. does. So uh, don't don't shame me. No, on no, the no. Podcast I'm not for not you. watching. I'm not shaming you. Popular I, movies. I'm, I'm very surprised, and I'm excited to hear what you think. Okay, go on. I interrupted you. But my I'm point sorry. is that uh, I'm watching them on a service called Voodoo. Right. I own all the digital copies, so I'm going through. Now, what constitutes a spoiler? Is the Rotten Tomatoes score a spoiler? Uh, well, it's the thing on the back of a car that helps it go fast. Is the cast list a, a, a spoiler? Is the box art a spoiler? Like, the answer is yes to all of these things. I, the I answer believe is it can be. It can be, for depending on the person, right? Because there are things where I'm like, what this character died three movies ago. What, what, they're on the cover of the next one. Guess they're not dead anymore. <laughs> you know? Uh, that, that probably would have been a surprise. And right, and so right. so I think I think it's hard to stay away from from spoilers. Like in general, I feel I feel that I've found a much healthier way to deal with spoilers because spoilers were a source of of anger in my life, of negative energy. <laughs> but uh, I I feel I've moved past that. So so really, that's why I I, I want us to have this conversation and see like what are what are we gonna do when it's time for spoilers like what are we gonna do to listeners and to each other that you said that i think is like super critical to all of this is what is a spoiler because if we're going to talk about how we're dealing with spoilers on gt radio like we have to figure out what the heck a spoiler is and i don't think any of us know it's like the conversation we had last week about what is a video game right how do you define it (laughs) i think the easiest way to do this will be to look at very specific examples 
And we will do that right after the break. So I wanted to tell you all about Humble Monthly. Perhaps you've heard of Humble Bundle. They sell bundles of video games and comic books every month, and a percentage always goes to charity. With Humble Monthly, it's a subscription service. So for just $12 a month, you get a bunch of games. And this month, it features Civ 6, that's right, Sid Meier's Civilization 6, plus two DLC packs within that $12. And there's going to be more games added to it, too. So Humble doesn't sponsor Geek Therapy, but we are a Humble partner, which means that that if you go to geektherapy.com slash humblemonthly and subscribe, we get a little bit back. So you're helping support Geek Therapy and you're getting a great deal. So again, Humble Monthly, $12 a month, whole bunch of games, including Civ 6 this month, just $12. Again, the link again is geektherapy.com slash humblemonthly. Help support us and get some good games. Plus, some of it goes to charity. Sounds good to me. So to settle this spoiler thing, or to attempt to settle it, we're going to use specific examples, okay? So I I chose a couple recent things. Some of you have seen some of these things, and some of you have not. So I think it's going to be a good exercise, right? To see, like, what if Lauren doesn't care about what we're talking about, or what if she really does? There's going to be a lot of cursing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or not! So uh, I'm going to... Actually, I'm going to go with The Gifted, first of all. Yes, no spoilers for me. <laughs> I have no idea what this show is. Okay. I, I've never even heard of it. So if I told you that The Gifted is a show on Fox uh, set in the X-Men universe oh. about a family who discovers... Oh, well, like right now, like what, what, would be, what would be spoilers? The synopsis of the show that's the advertisement that they told everybody. So that's what I'm going to do. A, that's what I'm going to yeah, say, right? Yeah, okay, then do that. Right, so it's a, it's a family... Uh, that discovers that they have mutants within their family, newly discovered. But the father is a prosecutor of uh, mutant criminals. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's set in the X Men universe. It. Uh, I find it very enjoyable. That was recommended to me by Lara. It is a wonderful show. So Lara has seen it. Mm-hmm. Lauren and Ali have not. Right. Mm-hmm. I have seen the first episode, but you I have, have not okay. watched anymore. Okay. So based on that synopsis and stuff, uh, would you guys care if I spoiled something? No. I mean, no. I'm I'm interested in the show, but the other place I'm at right now in my life is I have you a will lot never of watch limit- it. I have a, yeah, I've got a lot of limited time to watch stuff. So I actually, if if we were just hanging out and not recording a podcast, I would want to know more for the benefit of my own geeky knowledge. Yeah. And so, I'm th- I've watched all the episodes, and I'm trying to think of what actually might be a spoiler to me, um, because I don't really see any twists. Well, well, exactly. Okay, good. Right. So you're all uh, cut up. Laura, I'm that's up. a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, that might be True. a spoiler. That might it be might spoiler. be a spoiler. <laughs> but what's a twist to me not, might not might not be a twist to someone else or the other way around. No, that's I don't true. Know. So in the old version of Geek Therapy, I would have brought up with Lara. A particular scene where I something happened that that really like really touched me uh, uh, emotionally. Like it made oh, the one you texted me about. Um, yes, that one. Okay, that one, right? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. It, it affected me so much that I, I I had to talk to somebody about it. I thought it was one of the most messed up things I've ever seen on a TV show. Whoa. Um, and I, I don't know if you would feel that way if I if I express it, but so I want to share it. So. How much context, like, how would you say that, Laura, without me spoiling it, without it being, like, a spoiler spoiler? Because I don't think a lot of without people would be been spoiler, affected. Without spoiler spoiler? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people would have been affected, as affected by it as, as I was, necessarily. But, like, it's something I would like to talk about on the show. Maybe maybe not in detail the, now, but in the, the future. Somebody has to relive a traumatic experience. Hmm. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. Due to mutant powers. Yes, so, is that so, like a part of a power? So, so yeah, yeah. So, so I'll g- I'll give you even more detail. That's a good way to put it. There is a person who had a very traumatic experience in their life, and they and they had to, and it, it changed the course of their life. Mm-hmm. A mutant was reading that person's mind and mm. deleted part of their memory. They forgot that that experience happened, and so they found out that it happened again, and essentially relived the experience all over again. And it was like terrifying for me to watch that. And it's something that like I, I would have liked to bring up on the show because it's it's so sad. It's so sad to me. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's a metaphor for like how, you know, 
some people can like how you know some things can be in the clinical sense triggering right and you can relive an event but imagine how horrible it would be if you could delete that memory and then have to go through it again right there's a black mirror episode that's all about that right um does the mutant who um has the powers are they i'm not gonna give any more details well i'm just i'm just kind of curious i'm just kind of curious like the mutant that might be reading the mind of someone else um, and reliving this experience, do they experience trauma by reading their mind of the of the other person? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think I, I think this mutant was not necessarily trying to have this effect happen. They didn't. It was completely accidental. That, Nobody yeah. knows that this happened except right, the yeah. person. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Which kind of speaks to like triggering stuff. Sometimes we say things we might mm-hmm. um, yeah. trigger mm-hmm. someone without even realizing it. Yeah. So I've had that one on my list to talk about with Ara for a couple of weeks. Like I wanted to bring it up and, and showcase something, right, that it, that happened in an episode. So I think we handled that one well. I don't think we said what it is. You could watch the series and really not know who we're talking about and still be surprised, I think. I think we did mm-hmm. good. But did did you say anything about it? I mean, like, uh, so, okay, for me, that's interesting, right? And I don't know anything about it. But I'm thinking about people who are listening to this right now and are big fans of that show and probably want more from you. Like, okay, so, yeah, this moment happens. And, you know, so, like, how far do you go? That's when Josue and I go over to Geek Therapy Library. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's why Geek Therapy Library exists, which is... Uh, our, our, which is kind of what happened originally. We were going to do like we were we were going really deep into mm. stuff on the on the main show, but eventually we realized like, damn, like you know, if we kind of um, just bring attention to some of these things and and the ones that have need a deeper discussion, we can have that uh, elsewhere. But I think someone who's seen the show knows exactly what we're talking about, and hopefully somebody who hasn't seen the show, this doesn't ruin the possible experience for them in the future. I don't think it does. Because Lara knows exactly what I'm talking about. Lara and I, I know, know exactly. exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You don't because you haven't seen it, Ali. Yeah, but uh, uh, like I, f- I feel like that was a totally like clean thing. Like I can still watch the show, and I'll never know when that's that, about that's to a happen. point. Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. did. Yeah. Good. I think we did good. And if I and knowing what I know now, having seen the the scene. It, that description wouldn't have spoiled it for me and I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so here's another example. Here's, um, let's do a Lauren example. So this one's from Steven Universe, okay? <laughs> okay. So last week you were you were like, I'm so excited, new episode, right? And mm-hmm. you said it's a Lars episode. I was like, oh man, a Lars episode. Okay, awesome. So Lara, I mean, yeah, Lara and Ali have not seen Steven Universe. They have no idea who Lars is, correct? Right. Correct. Right. I've seen like five minutes of Steven Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like half an episode, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And and so in our Slack, where, where all the four of us are, um, Lauren, like, and I kind of went into more detail, right? Like we, we went into spoilery territory, like super spoilery territory. If I had not watched the episode and I read that, I, I would have been disappointed. So there was a character who had tremendous growth, I would say. Do you think that's fair? Lauren? Yeah, I think Lars has experienced post-traumatic growth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And, and like, how much more should we say? <laughs> right? Like, if we were going to talk about it, um, because the what happens and, and how he grows is so cool that I think is one of those things where, like, in the gifted example, it's not really a main character, like, who that happens to, you know, it's different. But this is, like, it's Lars. Like, you kind of want to know what happens with Lars. What do you think? I mean, I don't. It's it, it. It's one of those things where it's kind of it's kind of tough because I I personally wouldn't wouldn't find any of that stuff too spoilery. But if I know, you know, it's like in this case, I I want Ali to watch it, and so it's like I don't <laughs> want to say too much because then he'll feel <laughs> it was spoiled, and so it's really more. Uh, I'm I'm measuring the level of spoileriness based on the audience to which I am possibly spoilering to. Good point. The, and the irony here is that the spoilers would make, I think, would make Ali more likely to watch the show because mm. they're, they're along the lines of things that he likes. Please watch the show. <laughs> I really want to watch. <laughs> you all, uh, I had one of my patients this week made a plea for me to watch Steven Universe. 
because they I'm, yeah i'm seconding that they Please. said yeah they said like i watched an episode last week i want to talk to you about it but i also want you to watch this show so i don't want to spoil it for you and it was this weird moment in therapy where i like i w- i wanted them to share the information so we can talk about it so it can be helpful in terms of the therapy but i also kind of was hoping they wouldn't share it so it's not spoiled for me (laughs) that happens to a a friend of mine in in therapy talking about crazy ex-girlfriend episode and wanting to be like hey this relates to you know my experiences and my trauma and the therapist being like i'm really glad you're opening up but i haven't watched that episode yet (laughs) oh that's that's actually a good point that's that was part of my transformation too where like my whole thing for years the the reason why i even started uh, the geek therapy website was because I felt that I could express myself through the shows that I watched and nobody got the reference, Mm. but also nobody wanted to hear the reference. So as a clinician, (laughs) I really wanted people to open up. So if they spoiled something that I really wanted to watch, I I would never tell them not to because it was so important for me to understand them and for them to express how they were feeling. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. No, which is sort of the the policy I take. And the thing about being um, a therapist is you kind of have to radically accept that everything's going to be spoiled for you. So if I really want to see something, I have to see it opening weekend. Otherwise, on Monday, one of my more (laughs) ADHD uh, patients is going to just blurt it out first thing in the session like they're so excited to share it so this is why i watch movies opening night on yeah. thursdays <laughs> you have yeah. to yeah uh-huh. and so i can try to spoil things for Josue because he's <laughs> so you can just threaten other people with, with spoiler warnings yeah um uh, so i do want to watch steven universe it is totally on my agenda yeah no and this episode we're talking about is 136th episode so you don't oh have a lot gosh. to uh, not a lot to go through no. at all. And and, well, wh- <laughs> and I would love to talk about that that in more detail eventually because like it's just, like you see this character has grown so much and in the scene where you meet him again like he has this self-realization about himself and his friends and it's like it's so so good. It's like oh man, like so yeah, many people could relate yeah, to that. I feel like I feel like we can still have that conversation without it being too spoilery. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Oh, gosh, it's tough. It's tough. You know, so it's what like would, the what I- would you say, Lauren? Okay, so so I would say for Lars experiencing growth in in this most recent uh, set of episodes, and it's just him coming to realize the actions and intentions that he has. He perceives them from you know his internal space, but he perceives other people's actions without taking in their intentions. Mm. And so he's like, "Oh, you did a thing that was selfish and mean to me," without recognizing like, "No, people aren't doing stuff to hurt you. People are doing stuff because that's the stuff that they have to do." It's really good. So, can mm-hmm. I just say that that is really interesting to me, like. So much of these discussions are about what happens in the story, and that's cool. At the same time, what I really care about is also what was your experience of it? What's my experience, and what are you taking from it, and what am I taking from it? And you can have those discussions without ever getting into plot and story and details of what happens to these characters. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is like a part of therapy. Like sometimes a client will talk about a lot of things without going into detail and you don't have to push them into like, no, no, I need graphic details. I need you to go through every, you know, through a fine tooth comb and and tell me everything that happened. And there can still be uh, healing and progress. Totally. The magical question of like, how did that impact you? Just Mm -hmm. asking that, like, how did this episode impact you? Um, I want to have that discussion. Like I, I could care less about what Lars actually did, but. Like, it's really, this episode is resonating for you both, and, like, I'm interested in that. And we really do care what happened to Lars, too. Like, we actually care. <laughs> um, I'm sure this Lars person is cool. I don't, I don't know who this person is, so. Yeah. So, so, so there's a couple. That's of- a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's an Ali example, okay? Ooh. So, in the, la- in the, the most recent episode of Star Trek Discovery, there were a few things that I I thought, whoa, wait a minute. I would definitely want to bring this up. For example, they use the term fugue state, for example, right? Like mm. you don't see that you don't see that in a lot of TV. Every time it comes up, I'm like, hey, we should talk about, you know, what that means. Like people might not know. That's cool. Did they use it correctly? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They talked about neurological deregulation. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, that's that's like a science fi term there. I want I want to see, you know, what, what exactly are we talking about? 
But uh, perhaps one of the ones that I thought would, would lead to the, the, the most discussion between us is that one character expresses that he essentially admits that he has PTSD symptoms and he mm. doesn't want to um, report them because Starfleet, they, their policy is to quarantine people with PTSD. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, like we can I would love to have a conversation with uh, about that with Ali. Mm-hmm. And so does it matter who said it? Does it matter? Like, what are your thoughts on, on those things? I think it it depends on the type of conversation we're we're trying to have. Like if we're having a conver- if this is a Star Trek Discovery podcast and we're talking about like, what does it mean? in the context of the show and where the show's headed and what the show is saying about society, then it absolutely matters who says it. But if this is a geek therapy podcast, and if we're talking about um, this show as it relates to geek culture and mental health, then I don't think it matters at all. I think we can talk about, okay, what does it mean that in the future, you can still get quarantined for for PTSD. Does that is that adding to stigma? Is that taken away from stigma? Is that because you might have PTSD symptoms as a result of alien brainwashing, and that's why you're quarantined because you're you could pose a, a risk to the crew, and and then um, we could have that conversation without it even discussing who said it or who's experiencing this. But at the same time, just someone saying that they have PTSD, like I would want to get into the whole like, well, you know, have they really shown any symptoms? Like whenever anybody drops a diagnosis on a show, I'm like, I'm not going to go and diagnose somebody who hasn't like, oh, they seem like they might be this or that. I don't like to do that. But if someone drops a diagnosis, I'm like, wait, are they representing that accurately? Like, is that is that really helping someone understand or is it making our job that much harder? That's a good point. And so that that character is going through some stuff. And like it's something that I would I would like to talk about. So so where I stand on, on all of these examples is I don't mind giving more detail usually than what we've just given. Like I feel like we're really tiptoeing around everything. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind going a little deeper as long as I don't know, like like is a spoiler warning enough, you know? Or or should we I, I think we should maybe differentiate in in you know, spoiling plot points versus spoiling character development versus spoiling like you know shocking twists and who the murderer is or you know <laughs> how we felt about or, it yeah. you know it's like is like plots versus character versus emotional impact yeah i feel like are the are are branches here of the spoiler tree <laughs> at the same time <laughs> i kind of like i kind of like what we've what we've done because there are weeks when I would come to the show with like 20 things listed, right? Because it was like, mm-hmm. oh man, like there was all this stuff. Like I, there are some that are more important than others. But then there are other things where like, I want to write a blog post. I want to do a whole episode about it because uh, I feel it, there's more weight, more more opportunity for for learning really, right? I mean, really, this is a lot of, um, there's a big educational component to it, right? Where we can take an example like Lars's and and explain something, right? Super relatable through it. And the same mm-hmm. thing with like from a more maybe less uh, emotional, relatable, but more like academic slash clinical with the with some of the things that were mentioned in the in the Star Trek episode. Can't we take the middle path here and do both? Can't we have spoiler free conversations and then do a deeper dive later into an episode? Where we've given the warning and we really get into the issues. There, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure we will. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm certain. There's, we're not going to decide on anything, and we'll, we'll make this up as we go along. And every case will be, will be <laughs> as unique. we always do. Yeah, because like something like you know, when the next big movie comes out, I don't know, maybe I don't know, uh, Black Panther, Black Panther, right? If Black, Black Panther, Panther comes out, let's do a whole spoiler cast on that, right? Like that is the first all black cast right superheroes with like like multiple black superheroes in a movie with like the most technologically advanced uh, co- uh country in the world happens to be in 
Well, is that a spoiler if I say where it is? <laughs> Wakanda? Well, I mean, Wakanda a, is not a spoiler. <laughs> well, I think, well, I don't know. I think I think it could be, right? So, But but it's like, it's so awesome, right? There's an African country that is actually the most advanced technologically in the world. And they've hidden and that from the And it sold the most pre-sales of any Marvel movie, like, in one day. So there's less Ooh, people ever, to spoil. Yeah. Less people to spoil because they're seeing it opening day. But it's like, there's a lot to talk about in that movie, like, a lot to celebrate. And, and I think I think it's amazing. So, so here is, I have two more examples. One, have you guys watched the show called The Good Place? Yes. No. Are you caught no. up on The Good Place? Yes. Okay. Fork yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fork yeah. I've seen parts of it. I get that. So, <laughs> so there is, there was something that was said, right? Like this one, I'm going to say it and then it's, I'm not going to put any spoilers in it and I hate it. Like I, I really need to like to go spoilery for it to make any sense. But there was this uh, comment uh, in, in the show where they were talking about how uh, uh, that psychological pain can be just as bad as any physical pain. And the context in which that that was discussed in the show is like a whole conversation that I would I would love to get into. But I feel like I can't because it would spoil the show. You know what I mean, Lauren? You know what I'm saying? Mm, I'm asking the wrong person. I'm asking the wrong person. Yeah, I'm the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna always be like, no, just spoil it, man. <laughs> so, so that one, yeah, I don't even feel comfortable with that one because I'm like, no, let's. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip past that one. <laughs> okay. Right, but d- again, just an example. And here's my final one. Okay, now I want to go full spoilers on this one, but it is a, it is something in the Last Jedi. Yes. Do you guys think that that's okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. People have had enough time to watch it. <laughs> I think anyone who cares about it has seen it by now. That's my opinion. Either too. legally or illegally. <laughs> right. Plus, this is this is uh, my official spoiler warning for The Last Jedi if you haven't seen it. Okay? So this part was was kind of amazing to me. Uh, I there was just someone just interviewed Ryan Johnson and they asked him, Why did Luke Skywalker use the blue lightsaber at the end? Why did he use Anakin's lightsaber at the end of the movie when that lightsaber was cut in half in the fight with Snoke. Why did he choose that one? And not his green one. And not his green one. he built himself. Right? Like, this is a force projection, right? He could have had anything, right? So nobody had received an answer from Ryan Johnson until just this week. And his answer was, well, you see, Luke was just trying to create the image that would have the strongest emotional effect on Kylo. So he made himself look younger like he did at that moment when he thought he was going to kill him. He used a lightsaber that would mean more to him and would essentially make him more emotional. So his entire reason for looking the way he did and every single piece of it was chosen to get an emotional reaction out of Kylo because he knows that Kylo can't control his emotions. So if he's able to rile him up, it'll be easier to distract him so that everybody else can get away. Which worked because Kylo didn't even realize that he's using a lightsaber that um, he actually helped destroy a few scenes ago. Well, Ryan Johnson also explains that uh, Kylo never noticed that it was destroyed because the lightsaber is destroyed in a flash of light and afterwards he's knocked out. So he never actually saw the lightsaber get mm. destroyed and Ray takes it with her. So like, he's, got his kinda, he's got his basis covered. I kind of think he's just BSing. <laughs> yeah, I think it was probably just like, a more, oh, hey, a blue lightsaber looks cooler than a green one. No, 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 no. I love this stuff. <laughs> yes, no way. Yes, yes. <laughs> None a of those more powerful, decisions. if he really wanted to rile him up, think about the emotion that might have been coming through him. Because when Luke was standing over him, when he was sleeping, it was a green lightsaber. And the green glow of the light over him when he wakes up and thinks he's going to kill him, that's more powerful than the blue lightsaber that's been destroyed. Just Don't say. you think that he realizes, though, he is um, Kylo has been so after that blue lightsaber after he meets Rey? Don't, don't you think, like, Rey fills him in on, oh, yeah, by the way, like, he's totally obsessed with your old lightsaber? I doubt Rey had a chance to even talk to him about that. He was like, nope, not training you, what nope, if, not... <laughs> what if Rey told... The Porgs and the Porgs are like super intelligent, <laughs> and the the Porgs have sort of like mentioned this to Luke, um, and that's how he knows. So, so I think I think it's interesting which one which one would affect him more. Um, Brian Johnson's answer again is has nothing to do with Porgs, and actually has to do the fact that he aspires to be 
Darth Vader, right? Like, he, like he's he wants to be that. Like that's he feels like that belongs to him. It's his. It doesn't belong to Luke. But that's a good. That's a good. But, that's a very very good case for the green one because he but, is using but, the green one when he stands over him, right? Mm-hmm. But Darth Vader doesn't have a blue lightsaber. He has a red lightsaber. Yes, but Kylo knows that it's Anakin's <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good point. What would he do if he did get that lightsaber? I don't know. I think he's just like this fanboy that wants to collect all the Darth Vader memorabilia. Oh, there's a. <laughs> He'd try to find a way to swap out the crystal. In the <laughs> I totally in would. the Lego um, Star Wars Force Awakens game. <laughs> in the game you you see his room and he just has posters all over the wall of Darth Vader and like memorabilia <laughs> all over the place he is just like the biggest nice. fanboy in the game <laughs> so when he slashes it he's just like slashing posters in his room and it's pretty funny so can i ask you all a question am i just being too sensitive here about spoilers like like i, I mean is this like because I kind of want to have no. no. I want to have these <laughs> conversations. What a terrible phrasing! No, you're not too sensitive. Well, I'm no. It's I'm enjoying these conversations, and I want to have more of them. It's about what you care about, and and I think as you know, as like as we all get to know each other better, we start to recognize like, oh, I don't want to spoil that particular element because I know that that's the thing that you care about. I think that's sort of what it comes down to: is you kind of need to know who you're talking to. Yeah, and then throw out spoiler warnings for everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the problem of a podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of ways we can be respectful. Like, I, I hope everyone that listens to this podcast thinks twice about talking about a movie when you get out of the theater and you hop in a taxi cab or, <laughs> or a Lyft or an Uber because maybe your driver hasn't had a chance to see that movie yet because they're busy trying to make a living. Um, or even just walking out of the theater when everybody is in line to see that same movie right, right. after you. There's like no, when I the, saw the, the, I, I disagree. I think that's the perfect opportunity, but you should give fake spoilers. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. Get, get, real, <laughs> get real mean with it. Evil. My co-hosts are evil. <laughs> you know, but th- so there's a lot of of ways in which we should be respectful of each other, and I think there's a lot of ways that we should be a little bit more comfortable with these conversations. Like everyone knows, Darth Vader says, "Luke, I am your father." It's a part of pop culture now. Um, but so- back when that movie came out, it was a big spoiler, it and people bit, were yeah. upset even then. Yeah, <laughs> how many people do you think died of a heart attack? Watching that scene in the movie theater. Two. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, like no one even um, making that movie really knew about it, except for I think Luke and or Luke Mark Campbell and um, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even know until right then. I think. Yeah, I think they told him like during filming that scene. They were like, "Oh, hey, by the way, <laughs> here's a spoiler." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, by the way, um, uh, you're." Uh, your uh, uh, Darth Vader is uh, Luke's father, uh, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's exactly how yep. it went. Yeah, I think that's exactly how. It went. So, yeah. so again, sensitivity. I don't know. No. I think. <laughs> by, <laughs> by the way, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, are you being too sensitive? I don't know. I think. I think the the conclusion that we've that we've really come to is that it it it's different for everyone. I I think we can we obviously see that even even Lauren cares somewhat about spoilers. So, so we'll be, so we will be respectful of spoilers. And like just now, like, yeah, Star Wars, we're going to talk spoilers for Star Wars. And I heard an interesting thing about a Lego set possibly spoiling the solo movie. solo movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's hard. Like if you, if you don't want spoilers, if you want advice on how to avoid spoilers, it pretty much comes down to like, don't go on the internet, but if you, or install a pop or like a browser plugin that that blocks certain terms. <laughs> like that's if you really want to do it, that's the easiest way to do it. There, there are, but ways there are there. gifts. Yeah, yeah. But also, right. But right. also, I again, like I, I feel like I've I've changed a lot in my in my view of of spoilers, and they don't bother me as much as they used to. I remember when they did, and I'm sure that some still will. But. Uh, it's definitely a spectrum <laughs> when talking about spoilers. So, so I hope I hope that we 
had a few good enough examples of kind of the thing that we'll do in the future and how we'll handle them. Like now, I, I like Lauren said, I have a better understanding of, of you guys and how you'll react to certain things. I think we should um, spoil. I think like spoilers don't matter for Star Trek because no one actually watches Star Trek. So I think that should be what? that should be OK. <laughs> how dare you? you? Know? But Star Wars, wow. like we need time. No, is that not right, Holly? No, no, not, sure? not cool. You sure? Not cool, buddy. Not cool because it's true, or not cool because it's not true. You know, it does, <laughs> Star Trek doesn't make the same cultural footprint that Star Wars does at one point in time, but the legacy of Star Trek is as as impactful or as great as Star Wars is over the longer period of time. I love giving Ali a hard time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So um, some of us here said that they wanted a to end with a segment, right? I think that that's also something that's up for up for discussion, up for um, like we're, we're defining what the show is and what the show will be. So Ali, you had an idea for for what we could use as an ending segment. Yeah, I I really like learning from each of you about what kind of stuff you're listening to, watching, reading, um, or what you're looking forward to, because sometimes it introduces me to stuff that um, I really enjoy and I really want to check out, like Steven Universe. So I'd love to hear from everyone about what's making them happy, as Pop Culture Happy Hour says on their podcast, or what you're looking forward to this week. So start us off. Give Give us an example. Well, I was going to say Star Trek Discovery um, <laughs> is making me happy. There were, <clears throat> so the episode this this past week was the um, mid-season premiere, and I've had very mixed feelings about the show. There's some wonderful things about the show. I think it is, is taking a lot of risks with what um, happens in Star Trek canon, um, and that's cool. I like the risks it's taking. The cast is amazing. It's one of the best Star Trek casts we've ever had. The... Um, cast is also very diverse as is the crew behind the camera it's it's been a little hit or miss so far but this week's episode was definitely a hit it wove together a lot of star trek canon and is um is doing some very interesting things moving forward and i think this past week's episode helped me to understand that this Star Trek, or at least the season of Star Trek Discovery, it's more about who are these characters than social commentary and what's happening in the world. And I've come to a place of acceptance of that and also valuing that and understanding that. So Star Trek Discovery made me really happy this week. That's uh, that's interesting because I, I, I had been behind an episode. So I watched episode nine and 10 last night Mm. and um i was not as into um okay spoiler don't get kids yum uh, don't get kids yum it's about what makes you happy i'm I'm not i'm not not yucking as uh i don't have the background of really knowing the canon yeah so so this uh this reveal of a alternate universe um was a little bit a little bit eye-rolly to me. Uh, I'm, of course, going to keep watching it because uh, Michael Burnham is so hot. (laughs) 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 I can't help myself. But, um, yeah, I was was a little... I'm definitely... I'm like, how... Okay, can you guys... Get get me back on board here because I'm I'm a little I'm a little perturbed by the multiverse choices. That that's a conversation yeah. we need to have. <laughs> yes, because yes. I, I think uh, I, it definitely I'm missing context. Right, is what's happening? Right, and here. I think up until this point, this show was so much so different and so much you don't need to know about Star Trek and then suddenly it becomes like oh here's this big Star Trek thing and we're gonna start referencing all these other Star Trek things. So you better know about these Star Trek things. All right, Lauren. How about how about something happy now? I'm excited about um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend airs tonight. I'm gonna probably watch it tomorrow. Um, what else? Uh, I just started up class again, so I don't have as much free time. But um, I'm hoping to convince Brandon from Jedi Council to get PUBG so that we can play together. Mm, yes, Laura. What about you? So I got all cut up on Vikings this week, and I'm loving it, and it makes me happy, even though it is horrible and brutal and violent (laughs) and gory, and 
I think they've inspired me to get back to my my Danish roots and and get Viking tattoos, and it's horrible. (laughs) It's horrible. Um, But what I'm really looking forward to this week is the second Legend of Korra graphic novel is coming out, Mm -hmm. and it is amazing. Uh, the first, the whole, the show, the first graphic novel. I've been waiting for this since I finished it the day I bought it. the The first graphic novel at Comic Con in San Diego, and that was a while ago. Um, and I can't really talk about why I'm really excited about the book, other than it being awesome. Because I want Josue to watch Legend of Korra, and it's very spoilery. I will. It's on my. It's on my list. <laughs> And it's a finished, completed show with only four seasons, I know. so you can watch that. I know. I know. At I know. some point, I need to tell you guys my Legend of Korra story. I've never seen an episode, and I ended up hanging out with someone from the show and not really realizing <laughs> who they are until like days uh-huh. later when I was talking to someone wow. else. So sometimes not knowing anything and not having any spoilers can actually really help you, because I don't think that would have happened if I realized who they were. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right. And so for me, uh, I, I mentioned I'm watching the Fast and the Furious movies. And the reason why I've been wanting to watch them is a few, uh, I think it happened sometime around Force Awakens when I realized that Star Wars wasn't the end all be all of all pop culture that I thought it was. It's very generational. And a lot of people, I kept meeting more and more people who had never watched the Star Wars film but had watched the latest Fast and the Furious mm. and the last couple of Fast and the Furious movies have made are like in the top highest grossing movies of all time. So which really made me pause. I was like, wait, wait, am I am I disconnected? Am I am I, am I not in tune uh, with? <laughs> no, it's the children who are wrong. No. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So uh, That was a Simpsons reference. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> So I'm really enjoying those movies. I'm kind of I'm, I'm going through all of them. I finally got into the point where they're jumping off bridges and and robbing trains yes. and stuff like that. And it is it is so much fun. <laughs> is, is that Fast Five? Uh, yep, yep. No, I'm yeah. on I'm on six now. Uh, okay, but yeah, I think that was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through them, and I'm I'm really really enjoying them. I'm 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 looking forward to 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 finishing uh, that whole series and <laughs> watching them uh, to the end. It's been I love that series so much yeah 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 so that's it for gt radio this week um you can find all of us on twitter that's kind of where we where we tend to hang out the most right yeah. so lauren is chicken dinosaur lara is geek therapist ali is ali matu i am Josue a cardona you can find more geek therapy at geektherapy.com at geek therapy on twitter and if you have any questions that you want us to answer on the show, visit geektherapy.com slash QQ for our question queue. And uh, just click a little form, add it there, and we will pull from that in future episodes. Question queue. All right. Goodbye, everyone. And we'll be back next week. I won't. Bye. Bye, everyone. Sorry for missing next week. I forgive you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider supporting us for as little as $1 a month at our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash geektherapy.